Chapter 8, The Process, The Daily Ritual. Dreams create a vision. Daily rituals turn them into reality. When I came back from India, the first people I had a conversation with were my parents. I wanted to share with them what I had discovered through my meditation and what I felt when they left my brother and me in Ecuador. To my surprise, it wasn't even five minutes into the conversation that my mother and father started bowling because we have never talked about this before. The feelings have been brewing for decades. My mother told me that coming into this country was the hardest thing she's ever done in her life. And my father admitted that he regretted missing his kids growing up. They were holding on to so much regret and pain for leaving us when we were young. Without knowing it, they have been unconsciously thinking about this day over and over again. Because we never addressed that pain, it expanded and it became physical pain for my father. My father started getting sick shortly after he came to the United States. We didn't know what it was then, but it was eventually diagnosed as muscular dystrophy. He ended up being disabled and in a wheelchair. I believe his body was giving him feedback to deal with his pain, but he didn't have the tools necessary and the awareness to deal with it. After we had that conversation for the first time, I felt we created an opportunity for healing. I told him that their sacrifice gave my brother and me the opportunity to create a life we could not have if they didn't take that risk. My father looked at me and said thank you because he never felt that he made the right choice. He was always feeling guilty inside. From that day forward, we took our relationship to a different level. I realized that while I was looking to heal myself, I was also finding ways to heal the people the closest to me. I was using what I learned to keep working on my inner battle. I still had some physical pain, but I was embracing it every single day. And little by little, it was going away. I stopped drinking every night because I didn't want to sedate the pain anymore. I was meditating daily for hours at a time because I felt peace, calm, and centered during my practice. And I became the Zen guy and nothing bothered me. I held meditation sessions for my family and anybody else who wanted to attend. Then I noticed that my business began to decline. I wasn't paying attention to my growing company. And my business partners were concerned. They thought I lost it. I tried to convince them that I was tapping into this power of manifestation through my meditation practice. I was becoming a monk, but what I was doing was not sustainable. Because truly, at my core, I'm a businessman. But just like everything else in my life, when I do something, I take it to the extreme. After a couple of months, I realized that my business partners were right. I was tapping too much into the healing state and not creating results. And to be honest with myself, I was focused on feeling that high from meditation that I didn't think I needed to take action. I thought I was going to meditate myself into the next level. I began to dissect what I learned in India to see if I could create a more sustainable process to maintain the same state of mind. Our mind is processing more than 7,000 thoughts every single day. 80% of those thoughts are negative. Mostly, we're focusing on the things that we don't have or things we can't control. Also, 80% of those thoughts were yesterday's thoughts. That means that we're constantly reliving the past. It's no wonder that some days we feel like we lose track of the day of the week. Do you ever feel like there's the same shit but a different day? What I was getting from my meditation practice was a biochemical shift in my body that allowed me to feel less stress and be more present. I'm going to share with you the science behind my ritual in the next chapter, but first I want to explain to you the process itself. I call it the ritual. It has been the single most meaningful tool I've ever discovered to transform any man. I have taught this to thousands of high-level entrepreneurs and leaders around the world. By following this simple framework, in an average of 100 days of practice, you will experience a transformation that usually takes people years to achieve. I have personally been practicing this for years, and the compound effect of the process will blow your mind. I was the last guy to be in this type of thing. But after what I went through, I discovered that your internal state is what determines your external results. If you implement nothing else I've shared with you in this book, 
at least try this for 30 days and see if you don't experience a shift. If you follow the steps and go all in, I promise you, you will have exponential growth. The best time to do this ritual is in the mornings, preferably as soon as you wake up. Why the morning? That's the best time to hack into your subconscious mind. When you wake up in the morning, there's a small window of time when your mind is still in sleep mode. Usually after waking up, our brainwaves jump into better brainwaves that tap into an analytical part of our brain. You go through your schedule, people that you need to connect with, and things you need to accomplish, the reactive part of you. This process helps you become less reactive and more intentional. The ritual is a blend. The ritual is a blend of five modalities. One, meditation. Two, hypnosis. Three, anchoring. Four, neurolinguistic programming, which is NLP. And five, visualization. I realized if my mind was playing the same voice every single day, more than 7,000 thoughts per day, all I had to do was reset the movie and play the one I wanted. But that is easier said than done. That is why we need to take our minds through a roller coaster of emotion and modalities so we could interrupt the pattern and create new neural pathways that will get the results we want. We are creating the perfect storm so that we can reset our minds and program our subconscious mind with intentional thoughts. There are four steps to the ritual. Choose a song for each step and anchor an emotion to that step. You will need to create a playlist that has four songs to take you through this process. This will take about 10 to 15 minutes, depending on the length of the song. Make sure you're in a place where you can move around and feel comfortable. Gratitude. Pick a song, preferably an instrumental, that gives you memories of a time in your life when you felt grateful. If you can't come up with one, you could test different songs until you find one that is right for you. Energy. Pick a song that gets you pumped and ready to take action. This is the kind of song that you will listen to when you're in the gym. It doesn't have to be an instrumental, but it has to have a driving beat to get you hyped up. Fear. Pick a song that's a little dark, preferably the sound, and it gives you melancholy. We're going to use this to expose your fears. We need a song that evokes that emotion. This song is usually an instrumental. You can find good examples in movie soundtracks. Vision is last surrender. Pick a song that's uplifting and connects you with a higher power or the universe. You could use gospel songs or theme songs from superhero movies and sports movies. Once you selected the songs, if you don't feel connected to them, you could always change them later. Don't feel like you have to get it right the first time. It's better that you test it and see how you connect with them after doing it a couple of times. What I've learned in the past is that people get caught up in trying to find the perfect song and miss the point that the song only serves as an anchoring process. It's not the entire process. The songs are a way to evoke emotion faster. If you download the app, have audio that guides you through it with the songs I've selected. You can start doing my ritual before you create your own. Some of my clients don't use music at all, and it works for them. I encourage you to do what works for you. Step one, gratitude. Choose to either be standing up or sitting down. Close your eyes and begin to take five deep breaths. In through the nose, out through the mouth. After you've taken the five deep breaths, start the playlist and close your eyes. You should hear the song in the background that is anchoring the feeling of gratitude. And when you do, I want you to focus on these three emotions. Love, joy, and gratitude. Think of a time in your life when you felt loved. Take a deep breath in and feel that for a moment. Think of a time in your life when you felt joy. Take a deep breath in and feel that for a moment. Think of a moment in your life you're grateful for. Take a deep breath in and feel that moment. 
Then cycle those emotions five to seven cycles. Put your hands in your heart and breathe through your heart as you stack these emotions together five or seven more cycles until the song ends. Every breath brings you more into the present. It doesn't have to be different memories every time. You could use these memories or thoughts each time. You could use the same memories or thoughts each time you bring awareness to them it will make them feel more real and more vivid. What this is doing is shifting your physiology, reducing stress hormones, and bringing dopamine into your brain. Studies show that you can be grateful and stressed at the same time. By taking deep breaths, you begin being present. In, by taking deep breaths and being present into your breathing, you're more aware of your body and getting rid of the carbon dioxide and bringing fresh oxygen into your brain, creating a chemical reaction that shifts your brain waves from the beta brain waves to the alpha brain waves. Step two, energy. Prior to doing the ritual, you need to create eight to 10 power statements. These are not the same as affirmations. These statements have emotion and passion behind them. A power statement is not a wish either. I believe affirmations don't work because our brains have a bullshit detector that can tell right away when we're lying to ourselves. For example, if you want to make a million dollars, even if you say it with passion or emotion behind it, if you've never made $100,000, your brain will call bullshit. A power statement that works could be, I find opportunities and seize them every day. That puts me in a position to make a million dollars. Your brain can believe that's possible and you will create a new pathway to become more aware of the opportunities you've been missing. If you think about what you're worried about the most or what stresses you out the most, the power statements are the antidote for those thoughts. What you want to do is create a new pathway in your neurons to strengthen your belief system. This is a program you want to insert in your subconscious mind. Think of it like a movie, The Born Identity. They use similar tactics in that movie to turn Jason Bourne into a killer. We use a neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, to help you tap into the highest version of who you can become. It's important to create power statements that will empower you. And you're not just making wishes like you were a magic lamp. You're not changing the world just yet. You need to change your belief system first. In the next chapter, I have a list of power statements that have worked for me and others. And in the app, you can follow along with my ritual to help you write your own power statements. Now that you have eight or 10 power statements, and remember that there is no limit of how many you could write, I want you to repeat five to eight times those power statements to the beat of the song that evokes that emotion of energy. I want you to do physical exercise. You could lift weights, you could beat on your chest, you could do squats, but my personal favorite is push-ups. The physical exercise will send a signal to your nervous system, reaffirming and anchoring this belief deeper into your subconscious mind. Repeat the exercise with the power statements until the end of the song. Words and thoughts create neural pathways in your brain, but without repetition, it's like running your fingers through the sand. The next thought blows it away. The new one is created. Practicing this process with NLP and anchoring is like building concrete highways in your subconscious mind. Once you finish this step, you should be feeling ready to walk through a wall and go to war. What we've done here is change your physiology and your focus to create a belief system that will have the foundation of the highest version of yourself. We've also anchored feelings and emotions to a song. Anytime you feel down during the day and you need a quick pick-me-up, you can listen to that song and within seconds, you'll feel that energy again because you've increased your energy and programmed your subconscious mind to optimize your performance. Step three. The next step is usually the hardest. It requires a song that gets you a little depressed. I want you to tap into your fear and your pain. We all have it. Fear of failure, fear of not being who we think we can be, fear of being alone, etc. 
As men, we're experts of masking that fear. We think that it's not there, but it goes into our subconscious mind and shows up when we least expect it. This part of the process will bring fear from the back of your mind to the front of your mind, and you will deal with it in a contained environment instead of having it sneak up on you when you least expect it. Do this process while standing up if possible. Breathe in through your nose and out either through your mouth or through your nose. And open and close your hands to pump blood into your veins as you bring oxygen to your brain. Do this for 20 to 30 seconds, 20 to 30 times of breathing. And then take a deep inhale, hold it, and close your eyes. As you hold your breath, I want you to focus on all the negative things that have happened to you in your life or the things that you're afraid that will happen to you in your life. Then make a fist as if you're holding all those negative things into your hands. I want you to tense up your muscles and focus all the energy in your core. This is where you hold all your uncertainty and stress. Breathe out when you feel that you cannot hold it anymore, but breathe in right away and keep your hands and eyes closed. Tense up your muscles every time that you focus on a negative emotion. I want you to hold your breath if you can, but don't hold it so long that you pass out. This is an intense practice that I've learned working with monks. You take your mind into a dark place. Bring the awareness of what you're afraid could happen or the pain of what did happen into the front of your mind. Usually all these fears linger in the subconscious mind and drain your energy little by little. Through this practice, you're shining light into the darkness. And through visualization and breath work, you're actually feeling these emotions almost as if they were happening in the present moment. As the song in the background is anchoring all these fears of not being enough, not having enough, failing, being alone, losing, and being judged, all of your fears are being expanded to bring the dark energy and emotion into the core of your body. Towards the end of the song, right before it finishes, tense up all your muscles in your back, your arms, your shoulders, and bring your head down as if all the negative energy is taking over your body. When you feel that like you can't take it anymore and the song ends, release this energy and let go of the illusion of all your fears. At this moment, you're associating the feelings of letting go with the conscious act of releasing tension of your muscles and breathing fearly. As you breathe, repeat the statement, I let go of the attachment of my limited mind and allow the infinite intelligence of the universe to flow through me. Keep your eyes closed as you step into this fourth and final step of the ritual. Step four, vision and surrender. If the last song created a fire in your imagination, this is when you rise from the ashes. Keep your eyes closed as you listen to the song that lifts your spirit, put your shoulders back, keep your head high and stand strong. Visualize the possibilities that you have in front of you when you let go of all the fears and pain. Who can you become if you choose to reprogram yourself every day and you truly believe in the power statements that you've created? Take a deep breath and become more and more present with the energy that you've created in your body, in your mind, and in your soul. Imagine the highest version of yourself from a distance. First, there will be a light. And as he gets closer, you start seeing what he looks like. I want you to visualize that he's putting, I want you to visualize that he's putting his hands on your heart, transferring all the wisdom, all the insight, all the lessons from previous and future experiences that will serve you to fulfill your purpose today. At the end of this ritual, ask yourself, what can I do today to get closer to my ultimate vision and listen to the voice inside of you that will be your constant guide in this journey? It's that intuition that part of ourselves that's always been there, but we didn't know how to tap into it. Give yourself time after the process is over to journal your experience. 
you'll be amazed of what comes up after the ritual. I come up with most of my content and training right after doing this process. This is a process you could do at home. You don't need a guru to guide you. Eventually, you'll become your own guru because you'll be so tapped in into your internal voice that it will be your compass. I've told this process to thousands of people. I've followed it myself for nearly a decade. This is the number one tool I use to find clarity, certainty, and purpose in my life. Please don't discount the simplicity of these four steps. If you get nothing else from this book, follow this process for 100 days, and I guarantee you that it will change your life. The next chapter, I will go through the science behind the ritual so you can see the research that backs up what I've found for a decade. What I teach is not pseudoscientific rule. It's a real, a revolutionary way to tap into the flow state.